0: Welcome to The Nat and Sarah Show, where we aim to touch, move, and inspire you every
1: single week. Really? We're really going to introduce our own show? Maybe we should leave it to the pro.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. One second, ladies. Here we go. Sarah Maxwell and Natalie Cook are experts in visualization and deliberate use of the law of attraction. As dynamic world athletes representing Canada and Australia in beach volleyball, they honed in on achievement at the highest level. Winning an Olympic gold medal on her home beach of Bondi is a pinnacle example. Their powerful techniques transmute the spiritual to the tangible, allowing thousands of their community members to bring their vision boards to life. Recently, they've taken their expertise on the road as the full-time family, where they inspire, coach, and lead people to create their unique, deliberate family life using a simplified three-step process. Welcome to the Nat and Sarah Show. Join us for twice-weekly episodes. Each week, Nat and Sarah will teach us how to deliberately create results in all areas of life using their unique three step process. Not only that, they'll also sit down with some of their favorite high achievers who have manifested what most merely dream about. Are you a member of the community? Go to bit.ly/slash the Nat and Sarah Show to download your three step journal to follow along with each workshop style teaching episode. And get ready to take action on your inspirations.
0: Today, we continue the conversation with a reinventionist. I even made up a word for this woman because imagine moving across the world from Australia to Canada, having majored in business, marketing, social work, and psychology and then not to be able to work in any of those fields. Like, and then she had the wherewithal to take on something totally different, editorial makeup artistry. Not exactly what I would've thought she would've done from that background, but with two kids in tow, Cherie Walsh studied in London and created her own makeup artistry business before being struck by the entrepreneurial magic wand of network marketing. Her and her hubby of 21 years have weathered many a storm, including two failed IVF attempts, which drained her physically and financially. And then the 2016 devastating fires in Fort McMurray, which is in Northern Canada, completely altered the course of her and her family's life. Her husband's lucrative VP job suddenly became null and void. The family had to come together to find a way. And behind the scenes of their now, what was now a survival kind of life, something magical was brewing. And I'm going to let her share that herself because it's goosebump worthy. And I believe it's truly a testament to her trusting when there is no reality to support it. So now life has risen up to meet them once again. And as they head, her and the family head back to her homeland of Australia with three of their kids. So that's three of their four kids in tow, a whole new chapter of life. Is here to be written. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Sheree, for being willing to share your power of manifestation when you have so much to prepare prepare for. Because I know these are your final weeks in Canada, and you've got a whole tribe to get on a plane. So I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you.
1: You are so welcome. I'm just so grateful and honored that you chose me to be here.
0: Oh, there's just something about the way that you've been posting on social media. And it struck me that There is this um, new chapter looming and I really wanted to find out what's been going on. And and because of that, we've kind of lifted the veil and then we lifted another veil and I got to know you even more. So I have a bit of a background, but before we get into, you know, all that's led up to here, how are you feeling about such a massive shift in your life about to happen?
1: My goodness, wow. That is a question in itself because I feel like I'm a bit of a pendulum right now. You know, I sort of swing between excited and bring it on, my nature of fun, and then I'm nervous and sad to leave my my parents who are here in Fort McMurray. Um, But also feeling very clear and just making my way through the noise and just choosing peace, I think that is probably the only way that I can get through such a big, drastic change.
0: Yeah, got it. Thank you for saying that there's so many different emotions because Mm -hmm. yeah there's the ones that we say over here and then there's a teething two-year-old which you just told me about who has you not sleeping you washed your hair you know she said i washed my hair this week and she's looking really good for all of you on visual um so take me back 12 years ago i know it's a long time ago but you're moving to a foreign country Mm -hmm. none of your work experience transfers over Is that daunting for someone like you or exciting?
1: Yeah, well, for the 30-year-old Cherie, when I was in 12 years ago, it was very daunting. I hadn't learned um, really how to speak my truth and really how to get through things without overwhelm. And I find that as I've gotten older, I've been able to master that somewhat. Um, I'm still human. You know, we're all sentient beings. We're very human. I still have emotions that sort of fly here and there. But I do remember um, being very... uh, overwhelmed. I did cry for the first six months I arrived in Canada. Okay. <laughs> tough. Um, but I was willing myself to get through each day. That's the one thing about myself. I do have a lot of resilience to get through struggles and fears. And um, it's almost like a light that's burning deep inside me that I do tap into when I need to and I can get mm-hmm. through it. So leaving all the things that I felt um, were really important like it was almost like losing my identity. It was like I was shedding a skin like a snake just shedding all these layers that I had worked so hard for in society's eyes, you know, uh, going and getting degrees, working really hard in, um, you know, my marriage, having a mortgage, like all the things that, you know, we as humans find necessary and we're taught in school to, to leave that behind and then realise, oh my God, I don't have these things to offer in Canada um, because I obviously was operating under a, a temporary permit of my husband for three years. And I had to really figure out what I was going to do next and uh, reinvention, like mm-hmm. reinventing myself. That is the only way I could figure out how I was going to get through it is really looking at it as a reinvention and tapping into a passion of mine.
0: Yeah. And the reason I asked this before we get into some of the other stuff is that I always like people to remember that there are seasons to dreams, to new lives, to new chapters, because sometimes you know someone might be listening to your story and think well i want to take my whole family to australia i want to do that and they forget that some of that involves crying for 6 months you know or and not everyone's going to cry for 6 months but that there are many different chapters yes. to to living out different experiences and adventures in life and so let's start with this chapter that not I don't know that many people have lived through, but during the devastating fires of 2016 in your town of Fort McMurray and a lot of people, at least in North America, remember them, but you were living them. So what were the emotions and how did you handle that as a family?
1: Wow. Okay. You (laughs) know, putting myself back in that position, um, we were running scared. Like we had 30 minutes to get out of our home and pick all the things that were necessary. And people picked so many weird things when there was a Facebook group at the end and we all, some people got craft cheese singles and all these <laughs> weird things. And, you know, I grabbed the things that were necessary where my passport, my children's documentation, um, you know, I've got a couple of things for clothes. I completely forgot underwear. Um, you know, like the emotions are running high, so you can't even imagine. You, you think about all the things that you have in your life that are important to you when you've got 30 minutes to figure out and decide. And each one of our family members, each one of my children, grabbed different things because, you know, their purpose is very different in life. So some forgot their clothes. One's on top of the roof, you know, pouring water over it to make sure the house doesn't get burned down. Um, the other one's grabbing all the photographs in the house. The other one's grabbing all of his favourite toys because he couldn't live without them. Um, you know, my husband's just was basically just guarding everything and getting petrol and getting all the necessities in life so we could get out of there real quick. So we got through that first initial, wow. you know, couple of hours better than I ever imagined actually. We pull together as a family and that is the, probably the best um, skill that we have is that we pull together under pressure um, and we make it work and you know each one's pulling each other in line and giving each other a kick up the butt when we need it and that is super important that we have that we've got each other's back so that's how i originally remember the first sort of part and then through that whole transition of six weeks being away from home and not being able to come back was riding the tidal wave because that's how it felt we didn't even know if we had a house we'd been told that our house had been burned down um and we couldn't, nobody knew for the first week and a half. And luckily ours wasn't. It was actually the house at the other end of the corner that had burned down. So that part was uh, you know, very scary in itself, but also it's transformed us as a family. It really has. It, it helped us realize we can survive with less.
0: Yeah, right. And what, what has been lost in that fire that was actually needing to be lost? did anything? Like I know you, your house didn't burn down, but you did say that the law requires you to get rid of everything and then buy new stuff. So, is there anything that you said? You know what? I'm not buying that again.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, you know I love clothes. I love fashion. <laughs> I love all sorts of things. And it's funny what I did take with me were things that I could really wear. They were my favorite things, but you can't wear them every day. So. It's really funny what I ended up with, but what I actually came back with was so much more than that. That I don't actually need those things. Yeah. So simple things like that for myself. I know that my children realized that they didn't need so many different things in their room. So when we got back, we actually cleaned out everything that we didn't need, and we gave it to people who needed it.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah,
1: it was. That was probably the most rewarding thing that we did as a family, and um, we ultimately have not bought those things again. We just haven't. Yeah.
0: So interesting because you just said when we transformed as a family, you know, got me to thinking about, you know, forest fires, devastating fires, and then the regrowth, like what comes after the fire is quite, um, yeah, it's a natural phenomenon. It um,
1: really is. Yeah, yeah. physically, emotionally, it was a massive transformation from the inside out for each one of us. And it's really, um, honestly, it's helped us up level each of us up level and grow to be stronger together and also realize the things that are important.
0: This is really random. And I was debating saying this, but when you were describing those last 30 minutes and only my, I know my mom will relate to this at least because we both have the same nightmare, but we always have this nightmare that we have 30 minutes to our flight and we have 30 minutes to pack our suitcase and get it all, you know? So when you said the passport and all the essentials, I was like, that's that nightmare I used to have for like 10 years and my mom's still having it. So mom, she lived it and survived it. Maybe with her Pradas on, I don't know. She got, she got her Prada. I don't know. I don't have Prada. Definitely
1: no Pradas. I didn't bring Pradas, <laughs> but I, I did bring quite a few really cool things that everybody laughed about later on. And honestly, it just makes me think how different I am from that mindset three years ago to wearing am now. I would have probably grabbed so many different things this time around
0: yeah well here's what we're holding off from that i said i wanted goosebump worthy stuff because something was brewing in this devastation of the fires and you did really well not to say it up front and i'm holding it back a little because you know can you let us in on what was happening with you and your husband and maybe a little bit of the background that that was going to come with? so what was brewing behind and during the devastation
1: yeah so as a as a couple we had been um wanting to have a fourth child and wanting to have a little girl and really have that gender balance within our family. And for me personally, I'd always had a dream of having a little girl and just knowing what that felt like. It felt like something that maybe i had been carrying for a really long time. Um, and so for seven years, we had been uh, using IVF treatments out of the States. Um, Dr. Steinberg has been, you know, he was amazing and really helped us step into that next level of our life and really wanting to bring that to fruition. And um, I had two failed IVF treatments for gender selection, which was very uh, hard on my body, my mind, my heart, my soul, and um, devastating because they obviously didn't work. So um, in that time, I mean, I obviously found our beautiful product IsoGenics, and it found me by way of my health deteriorating. Um, And lo and behold, I had um, obviously done a lot of personal development, a lot of work on myself in that time to really visualize and manifest the things that I wanted to bring into my life. And, you know, the horror of the fire really just brought out um, so many different elements of that. And uh, I suppose, long story short... um, I came back pregnant from the fire. So <laughs> I conceived a little fire baby in that time and it just happened to be a beautiful little girl and, you know, goosebump worthy or not. Uh, for me personally, divine timing just happens when it's ready. Maybe she just didn't want to be conceived in a test tube or on a, you know, picture. You, know and it, you know. And like
0: what I love about your story is 39 years old mm-hmm. during the fires, but take us through the morning when your husband woke you up at 5am because that. I think is part of the manifestation in itself.
1: Absolutely. So um, I came back from the fire six weeks later with the kids. My husband returned a little bit earlier than us and there was a package that basically had come from the municipal council that had said all the things that we had to throw out and, you know, anything that was sort of, um, you know, generic, obviously food, all those types of things that weren't in packet, they all had to be thrown out and, uh, I had I was cleaning out all the cupboards as it said, just following the steps and getting rid of everything um, as it said and disposing of it. But I didn't get rid of a pregnancy test for some reason that was in a box, and I thought it wouldn't have been an issue because it actually was still in its sealed pack. So I just threw it in the back of the cupboard. And it's funny because that night, that very night, when at five o'clock in the morning, my husband sort of tapped me on the shoulder and woke me up, and he said to me, "I just woke up from this dream. I just woke up from this." unbelievable dream that we had this beautiful little girl and she had like a mop of black hair and and he had tears in his eyes and my husband's not really like an emotional person like that so it really impacted him and I sort of said oh my goodness you know go back to sleep (laughs) you're waking me up for this what the heck like I'm exhausted because we had been through so much in the last six weeks that was the first time that you know being in my own bed that I actually had slept And he woke me up with such conviction and I couldn't go back to sleep. He went back to sleep. I couldn't go back to sleep. And it just sort of instilled this thought in my head, I'm late. I'm late. Could this be be even a possibility, you know? And, you know, when your heart leaps out of your chest and you get really excited and I'm running into the bathroom really like opening this up with intention and then, you know, jumping, peeing on the stick and, of course, it lights up like a Christmas tree with a big plus sign and I'm just just sitting there just, can believe the timing of this but just so super grateful that the timing was right my body was right my mindset was right even so we had chaos everywhere with the fire I just feel like all the dreams all the manifesting all the work that I had done you know having this beautiful crib next to my bed and visualizing her there that you know she arrived at the, the most amazing time Perfect. in my life
0: so I love that story so thank you for sharing it with everyone. And I want to reverse engineer something here because you had three boys mm-hmm. and you had been visualizing and dreaming and dream boarding about this little girl, right? So you even said, what did you put next to the bed?
1: A beautiful little crib that I bought off a girlfriend. who just had their third little boy, but it was white. And I just went, oh my goodness, I'm going to get that. And I did and I put it next to my bed and I visualized her there every day. And I think most of my friends and my, you know, my, my husband even said, you know, you're a bit nuts. (laughs) What are you doing? We're not even pregnant yet. And I'm like, well, let's try something that hasn't worked yet. Let's just try something. And, And honestly, it worked. It really did. Well,
0: why I want to reverse engineer some of it is when you are wanting to create something in your life that there is not a shred of evidence for it, Mm-hmm. people are going to think you're nuts yeah, because there's probably a fine line between nuts and gosh, nuts and masterful ma- manifester, perhaps, yes. you know, and, and, you know, your friends were reflecting that they're like, well, I've seen that movie, Shereen, it doesn't end well, you know? And so you kept going and kept going. However, the honest part of your story I believe is where the real beauty comes in. By the time your husband woke you up yeah. to tell you, His dream, you were like, "Honey, go back to bed. It's over." Yeah. So, how long would you say that period was, where you thought, you know what, Sheree, put get the bassinet out of here, get the get it out. You, this isn't happening. So, how long, honestly, was that period? Four weeks. (laughs) <laughs> oh, not long. Okay, I didn't know that. So no, no, long. no. Like, that me, that because, like,
1: four weeks was the period that if you reverse engineer four weeks, yeah. my husband and I had had dinner in Calgary during the fire and we yeah. both had decided to just let it go, let this part of our life go. But prior mm-hmm. to that, yes, a good couple of years had gone and transpired by because my heart was so hurt from trying for so long. Yep. That I think it was just at that divine timing point four weeks prior to that, that it just sort it of was the icing on the cake, that heightened sense that we just knew that we had to let it go in order for our mental health to move forward as a family and as a couple.
0: Oh, my gosh, love it. I love that when people tell their story because they sometimes, I don't know if you did this, but you sometimes think you've said the wrong thing, but it's always the right thing because manifestation is happening whether we line up with it, whether we know it, or whether we're deliberate, right? It's, it's, it's all happening. Law of attraction is going on. So what I love about this story is the how quick when you let it go, yeah. it actually showed up.
1: Absolutely. Super
0: cool, isn't it? And it's like, I think a lot of the practice of manifestation goes into the kind of like the visual the, the, the visualizing, and we almost want to visualize harder and more. And if I don't do it today, maybe the universe will forget, so we get a bit obsessive where I actually think the art of allowing Mm. is where it's an art and it's a a, Yeah, isn't it?
1: And something my mom has taught me over the years of really, I suppose manifesting and visualizing is always to imagine that it's already happening right now. It's already here. And just allowing that process to happen and sometimes taking a step back allows you to do that. But coming from humble beginnings where we didn't have a lot, I was very, um, you know, intent on using my imagination and creating things where there was a gap. So being able to bring that gap together. And, I mean, I always take that back just quickly. I'll just let you know. I always take that back to a movie that I watched when I was a kid growing up called Hook. And, you know, Robin Hood, uh, Robin Hood, sorry, Robin Williams, you know, he's sitting there at the table with these kids and they're trying to teach him how to dream again, how to visualise again. And he's starving after working out and basically this, big table arrives with all this amazing food but he couldn't see it until he actually remembered how to do it which was just to take a step back and start playing the game and then watching everything sort of unfolding in front of him and then all of a sudden it was there and he could see it I don't know if you've ever seen that movie no I'm
0: like I'm watching
1: it one of my favorite all-time movies about manifesting and visualization imagining it's already happening playing the game and just following those steps and repeat 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 and just, just trust just
0: trust oh my gosh. Now. I'm so, thank you. I didn't, yeah. I've not seen it or yeah. even heard it recommended. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Well, you just said it right there, didn't you? All the steps were there in a really playful way. And ironically, the kids, they always know, <laughs> they always they really know how do. to do it. Yeah. But when it happens, right? You, like you said, it lit up like a Christmas tree, you know, you're pregnant and then you actually have your daughter, you deliver her in your forties. Um, what is it like to know that you manifested? Because like I said, it's happening whether we know it or not, or whether we're deliberate, but you were deliberate. What is that like knowing that you were a deliberate, deliberate creator in that process?
1: Honestly, it just, I just feel so grateful that I have the power to be able to do that. And we all have the power to be able to do that. And really just trusting, trusting the process, trusting your gut, trusting your thoughts, trusting your dream, And just believing that it's going to happen and, you know, like the song Journey, Don't Stop Believing. It's like one of my favourite songs ever. If you can just sing that song every time that you feel like, you know, the rug's been pulled out from underneath you, you know, a wall's been up in your face, the door's been shut or things haven't turned out or transpired the way that you expected or hoped or dreamed, just know that there's a new door opening and that you've got to walk through it for a reason and just trusting that it feels amazing to know that I have the power to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. You, thank you. You you led right into my next question because I know that right after one dream was being realized, you know, life was going to come knock on your door again with financial tension and stress with your husband, you know, basically the town of Fort McMurray was never the same. And so whether you're a, a, a VP at a big company or not, things were changing rapidly for you. So how do you and your husband come together? Because I know that's something you're most proud of, how you guys come together. How do you tackle these huge challenges and how do you engage your kids in that process?
1: Absolutely. Well, um, I do want to say as human beings, um, you we know, handle things so differently, him and I. We are polar <laughs> opposite in <laughs> so many areas of our life it has been a challenge and I will hundred percent say that it's been a challenge. It's, it's really rocked our world these last four or five years. Um, And it's so easy to blame and be the victim and really, you know, be a rut dweller, all those different archetypes, you know, really easy to be able to let life take you down. But one thing we do know is that we're strong, resilient. We love each other. You know, we're powerful in our own ways and we all bring different things to the table. And I think just trusting the fact that we will get through it. And my husband's so amazing at that you know, he is amazing under stress. I don't do so great under stress. And so he fills that hole for me where I fill the hole for him in other areas and just being able to borrow those things from each other when it's most needed and also tapping into our personal development. Like over the last five years, him and I have done so much work together and on our own and really tapping into those skills is so important when things go to crap, rather than when things are going well. That is so important because you've got to put that personal development and those steps in place and those thoughts and those patterns and that mindset every single day. So it is consistent work. But at the end of the day, if you have a partner that you adore and love, and I do, you'll do that work with them. You just will.
0: Cool. Thank you for that. I really like that when you said you borrow from each other and and that, that appreciation that he's not the same, but that he's got this, he's kind of the rock when you're feeling overwhelmed and that you give him different things at different times. So, you know, you mentioned earlier that you and your, you know, the influence your mom has had on you with your imagination and being able to fill in these gaps with visualization. Do you do anything with your kids? Cause I mean, you have a 20 year old, a 16 year old, a 10 year old and now a two year old. So how do you, this may be a self-serving question. Cause I want to know what you do with your two year old specifically but what do you how do you talk to kids about this stuff
1: oh my goodness well just know that your kids are going to think you're nuts for a little while okay, okay great. <laughs> I thought my mom was nuts she's been teaching me this stuff since I was very little I've been dream boarding since I was about five years old so I actually there was a period in my life where I lost contact with that for a little bit because I was working on so many other things in my degree in social working and working on other stuff and I attracted a husband that wasn't really into that sort of stuff so I, I sort of compartmentalised for a while and tried something different, but I always came back to this because it works. It truly works, and I think it's become innate in me. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's very easy for me to transfer that onto my children. I think it's so important to teach your children and what you think about, you bring about. And every single day, what you're doing is you're being either consistent or inconsistent, and so the universe is listening. So be very careful what you say. And so I teach my children that from a very early age. I mean, my 20-year-old is amazing at affirmations and mindset. He's read so many books on um, the ones in particular, Mind Gym. I don't know if any of you have read that out there, but that book, my older son's read it. He's 20. Now my 16-year-old's read it and now my 10-year-old's reading it. And it really just helps them focus where they're going to put their mindset, where they're going to put their thoughts. Um, When it comes to my 2-year-old, Uh, it's more about just every single day being, um, a good example, I suppose, and being careful what I say, forward speaking her, you know, anything that may be happening right now, she's not sleeping so well right now, you know, she's got lots of tantrum. It's so easy to focus on the not so great stuff. I try not to do that. I actually work really hard at, you know, forward speaking great things to her, like my goodness, you're going to sleep so well tonight. I'm so excited to put you to bed. I'm so excited to brush your teeth and get into this rhythm. And I just talk to her like she is a grown person. And I've done that with all my children. Um, And I have a lot of fun with that. And sure, some people look at me like I'm nuts and that's okay, but it works. And I do really work with what works. That's the only way I can, I can't concentrate on all the other things that aren't working i have to focus on what's working for me and what works best for my family and my children.
0: Oh, that was cool. Thank you for all those descriptions cuz i i'm really inspired by not only the legacy that your mom left in you mm-hmm. and and i spoke to a mother and daughter the other day and she's a 16-year-old who has been dream boarding for quite some time and she said that it's it lives in her this this is nice for you to know as well. She said it lives in her. And she, she realized in the interview that she hadn't been doing it overtly that much, but she was talking about her and her best friend, her best girlfriend. They basically dream board in their conversations all the time. That's how, and it was so cool. And I don't think the mom knew that because her and the mom are having natural mom daughter stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think knowing that all that stuff that you put in early like while well, other girls are talking about what did you drink on the weekend, and her and her girlfriend are like doing like dream exercises together I love it I love the it and the kids,
1: like my kids call it we call it above the line And we yeah. have a line we know what's below we know what's above and the kids call each other out and we also have like a talking stick at night so when we're having conversations we're all very passionate about what we feel and we talk at night, and we have like a highs and lows. I ask the kid, okay, what was your high today? What was your low today? And what can we learn from it? And that's something that was instilled from me from my mum. My mum has given me those skills, and I've always put that into play with my children. Um, and so that all works and plays together with visualizing, manifesting, and then obviously imagining that it's already transpired. Ah,
0: uh, that's so cool! Yeah. Don't you, so everyone listening, she just gave like so many cool little tips that you can do with your family and don't allow the the crazy not crazy to define whether you do it or not. Like I love when you said, "Look, they're going to think you're nuts." Yeah. Go for it anyway. Didn't we say at the beginning there's a fine line between yeah. the masterful <laughs> manifester and the nut? So, so so. Couple true. weeks, new adventure, new chapter. Yeah. What are you creating moving into this new chapter?
1: You know what? I am really at peace at you know, just realizing that there's no limit to what dreams I can fulfill so Mm -hmm. I really just want to work on you know spending time with my family having them transition into a new place riding that wave with them and I also want to obviously work on my aesthetics business and growing that globally Um, and I I actually have tapped into a, a dream that I've had since I was very little I've always wanted to go back to singing it was something I've always done as a child and, you know, I want to work on that. So there's a couple of little things that I have for myself and then there's obviously the main the main goals really is to, you know, get there, I've got a new network, honing on that, really just experience life, what it's like to be an Australian again. Yeah, um, I've been living overseas for a really long time and, and just being really kind to myself. Um, Sometimes I can be really hard on myself and have these expectations of doing all these different things. But if I can have three priorities every single day and tick off those priorities, that really helps a person like me who's quite a perfectionist and and really a recovering perfectionist (laughs) in some ways. And uh, just just trust in the process, trust that you are in exactly the right place at the right time and you're getting exactly what you need. Um, And then the only person that you deserve Destined to become is the person you decide to be. That's one of my favorite quotes. So that's one of the things that I really want to put out there today. Is just know that you're destined to become the person you decide to be. And so, no matter where you are in the world, you can bring that to life.
0: Well, South Australia is lucky to have you. You can work on your accent. I know that I'm going. I'm going back to work on mine. And so thank you very much. It's been a pleasure getting to know you better through this process and, and having your story be a a source of inspiration and a guiding light for people who may be in their six month crying period. They may be in their My husband thinks I'm nuts period. And they may be in their letting go period, whatever it is. I think you, you really took us through, you know, through reverse engineering what's been going on. And I hope that, you know, you listen back in this recording and think, you know what? I'm really starting to master this thing. And so the art of allowing may be yours. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for having me, your beautiful soul. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to join the community at bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show to download your three-step journal and participate in weekly lives found only in our private group.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on
1: Five stars, five stars, five stars. And then click on write a review link to actually write a review so that you can tell other people
0: that we're legit and even funny, maybe a bit serious. So if you want to recommend this to someone, you have to put your fingers on the keys and send us a review.
1: Thanks.